Hey, Mike, guess what? What? Mike, raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas, no matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disaster in the blink of an eye. Yeah. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things that you had never thought of possible. Yeah. Listen to In the Wild as they explore the most heroic, terrifying, and phenomenal stories of real people who survived the unsurvivable. Learn what went wrong, what went right, and how you can make it out alive if the worst case ever happened to you. In the Wild podcast reviews on Apple include Love Your Podcast from Laura. It's scary how relentless nature can be. I always enjoy this podcast at work. It keeps me on the edge of my seat. Or how about we go with Hiker 0001. Uh, good stories and good narration. I like when there are sound effects that add to the ambience of the story. In the Wild podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcast downloads. Broadcasting across the nation from the East Coast to the West, keeping you up to date on technology while enjoying a little whiskey on the side with leading edge topics along with special guests to navigate technology in a segmented stylized radio program. The information that will make you go, hmm. Pull up a seat, raise a glass with our hosts as we spend the next hour talking about technology for the common person. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum, the show that makes you go, hmm, technology news of the week. The show for the everyday person talking about technology broadcasting across the nation with insightful segments on subjects weeks ahead of the mainstream media. Welcome our radio audience of 35 million listeners to an hour of insightful technology with a little whiskey on the side. I'm Nathan Mum. Welcome to our show today. We live stream during our show on five of the most popular platforms, including YouTube, Twitch.tv, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We encourage you to watch us live or visit us online at techtimeradio.com. Tweet us during the show at hashtag techtimeradio, and we'll do our best to respond to your tweets on the air. You can also check out our TikTok channel by looking for Tech Time Radio on the TikTok app. I'm your host, a technologist with 30 years of technology expertise working for Fortune 500 companies across the country. My co-host here, Mike Roday, is an award-winning author originally from Arizona. Mike is a human behavior expert living in the Seattle area with a master's degree in forensic psychology. Mike helps me from geeking out while providing insightful information into human behavior and how it interacts with technology. We are two friends from different backgrounds, but bring the best technology show possible every week for our family, friends, and fans to enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Today is our Tricks No Treats Halloween special episode. What are you looking like a great... Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no. I can't three musketeer. Right three musketeer. What's that? No, I look like a, a big throw pillow for, big th- uh, for the monsters or well, something. What, no. I, I, swear, I swear there's a mansion that's window is finding itself naked right now. Is that, is that yes. you're, not, you're not in there looking out the window? Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I, I got the Doc Brown getup. What do you think of this? You look like a Sideshow Bob reject. Uh, such a, yeah, okay. Okay. I can't even look at you. Can you look at laughing. me? All right. All right. Well, welcome to our episode. We are going to give a warning for today's show. We are going to be talking about some very scary things in technology. We have two guests on our show. It is packed. So unlike our normal show where we try to balance it between negative and positive stuff, this is our Halloween episode, and most of it is going to be scary and downright frightful. So be careful. Again, that is our warning as we're going to go through lots of different subjects on today's show. Our most 
positive event will be our top stories in the first five minutes. Let me tell you that. I think our most positive event is drinking the whiskey. Drinking the whiskey. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, let's get ready to start today's show. Now on today's show. Today on Tech Time with Nathan Mum, do you have a pacemaker or know someone who does? Do you, Mike? Not anymore. Well, okay. Well, let me just tell you. Well, hackers can adjust your pacemaker, monitor it, and even make it stop. Or how about this? If that's not scary enough for you, how about poisoning water supplies in Florida? But hang on. You know what? Why don't we talk about something that may even be a little bit worse when someone hacks in and shuts down a hospital. Your costume? And kills a patient. All right. These are many of the items we're going to be talking about with Nick Espinoza. We're excited to have our security fanatic expert joining us the show during our Halloween time. He's now kind of become a staple to this type of deal. So I think he's getting used to us probably dressing up in these crazy costumes. I don't know about that. All right. We also have, after that, what if... An AI intelligence could rob your bank account or retirement fund. Would that be exciting to know about? Well, it doesn't get any better than that because our second guest, Devin Drew, is going to be talking about some of the scariest items within the financial circuit itself, too. Oh, yay. So this is really exciting, isn't it? This is our drinking episode. All right. Then, of course, we always have our technology fail. This week, it comes to us from Meta. And it happened this morning. That was great because there's a big issue this morning that happened. I was looking for an article, and of course, Meta just meets me with the technology fail of the week. Well, you know how like, you like, know what they're 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 always giving you those ads that you were looking for. <laughs> yeah, so. so this is going to be perfect. All right, we have a mesmerizing moment from Mike this week in technology, and a possible Nathan Nugget, and our, of course, our pick of the day. As always, we have our whiskey tasting during the commercials to see if we like our selected pick of the day. See if it gets zero, one, or two thumbs up by the end of the show. You also want to make sure you listen all the way through to pick up on a few interesting whiskey facts on our Mark's Mumble. It'll make you go, mmm. Now it's time for the latest headlines in the world of technology. What's happening in the world of technology? This is our top stories in the first five minutes. All right, we have a story number one. A massive malicious campaign is underway right now. Using over 200 type squatting domains that impersonate 27 brands to trick visitors into downloading various Windows and Android malware. Now, we've talked about this before. Type squatting is an old method of tricking people into visiting a fake website by registering a domain name similar to that of a genuine brand. So like Cheerios, maybe you have the two eyes in Cheerios instead of one. And so somebody types it in, in non, non-responsive and doesn't do it through Google or search for an official site. Something comes on up. You know what? We actually have a local correspondent to explain to us exactly uh, what type squatting is. How many times have you been typing in a website address and misspelled by maybe one or two letters, writing .cm instead of maybe .com? We've all done it, but you probably didn't know it could cost you. It's something called typo-squatting. Yes, typo-squatting. It is a thing. The National Consumers League put out an alert. Scammers set up web addresses with common typos for the site you intended to type in. What happens? Well, you can think of it like a booby trap filled with viruses or tricks you into thinking it's a website you want and get you to turn over personal info, maybe download some malware. Sometimes it's set up to trick kids into viewing adult content. 12 million people have reported being duped by a bogus website. And just think of how many of us have also been tricked, but we just don't know it yet. There you go. Type squatting, type O squatting. 
right? It's kind of the same. This used universally okay. on, the, right. on the on the terms. Mm-hmm. So essentially, what it is is it allows people to have domain sites that, as we talked about, that look legitimate, but essentially are not. You know what? I'm going to ask our technology expert a little bit later, Nick Espinoza, if he's heard about this new breach that's going on. This wasn't a part of our pre-done uh, uh, questions, but I'm going to ask about him uh, uh, him that same question a little bit later on the show today. Okay. All right. I, think, I got a non-scary story. I, now, you, you got the nice story, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and what, what, what's it about? Don't, well, don't, don't keep me on so suspense. How, how much of the sky do you think has been mapped? How much of the sky? Yeah, the night sky. Um, well, I, I don't know. About 27% of the northern sky has been mapped. Oh, wow. Okay. Which, you know, contains about 4.4 million celestial objects, right? Okay. Maybe I had no that idea did, about may, that, but yeah, okay. Okay, so just keep that in mind because um, Slack, the scientist not, at uh, the Stanford Linear Accelerator. Not the app for the application Slack. No, not but, Slack. Okay. Uh, the Stanford Linear Accelerator Center okay. labs have uh, been working for the past seven years to create a digital camera, which will be launched soon, uh, called the LSST camera. This stands for the Legacy Survey of Space and Time. It's a digital camera that's about the size of a small car and weighs about three tons. The size of a car. Yeah. Okay. All right. And they're going to... uh, Shoot it off to, uh, where is that? Chile. Okay. At the Vera C. Rubin Observatory in the mountains of Chile. They're going to set it up to observe the southern sky for the next 10 years to record the entire southern sky. The 3,200 megapixel camera, which is powerful enough to spot us a golf ball 15 miles away, will be at the heart of a new telescope that is being constructed. It will spend a full decade mapping the entire southern part of the sky. And it predicts that it will help them discover 17 billion new stars as well as 6 million new objects in our own solar system. So I asked you that original question because we've been observing the night sky for so long and we've only covered about 27%. So this this is supposed to cover up to 50% of what is the complete sky. So they're going to find other planets then? Well, they're already finding new planets, but this is going to map. This is going to map and reveal. It's going to reveal new objects. It's going to give scientists insight into the uh, time evolvement of the universe. And uh, basically, you think they're going to find Romulus? Sure. Or or how about Vulcan? You think they'll find those far away? Yeah, sure. (laughs) I I knew we were going to, you know, slip into some science fiction here. Just. Okay, Just waiting probably, for that to happen. Okay, probably they probably won't see those. Well, they could though, right? If you're uh, going to be able to see that, you'd be able to see like George Jetson going across planet to yeah, planet. Okay, only, 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 only in the only in the mind of Sideshow Bob. <laughs> okay, all right. So yeah, but that's what's happening. Well, when, when is that expected to be released? Uh, it's expected to go into service in May next year. All right, May next year. All right, we'll go to story number three. All right, Ed Sheeran was hacked. 
Is that the right way to pronounce it? Sheeran. Sheeran. Is it Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. I've been listening to him on the way here. Okay. Well, did you listen to the hack version of his music or the real release version? Oh, I hope the real release version. Uh, he could have gotten the hacked version. Hackers have stole the singer's unreleased music is finally jailed. We're going to go to our correspondent across the pond in London and give us an update on this. Adrian Kialkowski, a hacker from Ipswich in England, who stole two unreleased songs by Ed Sheeran, has been sentenced to 18 months in prison, according to the BBC. Adrian sold Sheeran's tracks along with 12 other sports songs. American authorities launched an investigation back in 2019. Investigators eventually linked Adrian to the email EDSH address, SPEDAC, used with a cryptocurrency account involved in the case. Further, his UK address was linked to an IP address. UK prosecutors said Adrian got his hands on the unreleased tracks by hacking into their cloud-based accounts. All right, cloud. So let me just tell you this. So this is something that these hackers... They they gotta be better than like one on one level hacker. Okay, so if you're gonna you're hacking to something and you got the cloud services, it was probably some cloud well, yeah, shared that's, services. That's, that's the that's the the promoted thing about cloud systems, right? Is they're secure, they're secure. So he not probably hackable. So he probably got some back end password. He gets in the cloud system, and then he threatens to release these albums on the dark web. Mm-hmm. And then instead of being encrypted or using any good VPN services, he just h- signs up to do the transfer on a standard Bitcoin exchange, which is tied to his email address, uh, to his account, which then essentially leads him back to the place. So stupid criminals, number one. If you're going to so, try to make money, if you spend all the time hacking. Hey, just because, just because he's, a, he's a superb at, at uh, computer language doesn't mean he is financially sound-minded. You got to make sure you have back-end doors so that you don't have a public Bitcoin address that you send the information to and the money to that people can track you down. PSA to all those hackers out there that are... Yeah, yeah, PSA number one. I'm going to ask Nick about that, too. That just kills me that you actually got caught. All right, well, we don't have a story for because we are going to be packed with lots of interviews today. So up next... Uh, on our segment, Technology Insider with Nick Espinoza. We're going to continue our Halloween episode, Tricks No Treats. Uh, we also have our second guest, Devin Drew, the founder of DFD Partners. Uh, we're going to be back in a moment to give you the scary stories that you, we have for you. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's happening? Did you know for every $1 spent on email marketing, you receive $36 in return? That's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. But... It's all so complicated. All those advanced tools and features, you don't know how to approach them at all. What if there was an email marketing platform where you don't have to rack your brains to get started? A tool that's not overloaded with unnecessary features you don't want to pay for and, believe it or not, has a support team available 24-7 even on the free plan. There is a solution, Mike. Let me introduce you to Celzy a tool that makes email marketing as easy as one, two, three. With Celzy, you can launch your first campaign in 15 minutes. No coding required. A very easy to use intuitive email builder with over 300,000 GIFs and stickers to choose from and 500,000 plus free stock images, a customizable countdown timer and more. Create emails for any business goal from e-commerce to nonprofits. Easily create automated email sequences for your business. Get 24-7 support via chat, email and phone even 
on the free plan. Celsius just launched a special deal. You can now get a lifetime access to all Celsius features for just $49. All the core features, unlimited emails, automation, segmentation, advanced analytics for the price of 10 lattes. Celsius is the easiest way to start selling with emails. Try it now. Click the link in this episode description on Tech Time Radio to get that special deal. No commissions or hidden fees. To learn more information, visit them at the simple and easy site to remember. Just go and visit selzy.com. That's S-E-L-Z-Y.com. The easiest way to send emails. Welcome back to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. Tech Time Radio is a weekly hour technology show that talks about current technology in a simple format without having to geek out. Brought to you by myself, Nathan Mum, and Mike Roday. We just had our first whiskey tasting during the break. And now let me tell you about what we are sipping in our pick of the day. During the show, we have chosen the Dough Ball Cookie Dough. It's supposed to be kind of like a candy whiskey. Yeah, this is your trick-or-treat thing. This is, is this maybe more trick than treat. According to Doble Whiskey's website, they are a family-owned beverage company founded in California and inspired by a few of their favorite things, cookies, whiskey, and their chubby little bulldog. Like him, they are all about life filled with good flavors and good people and some great times. Cause life is short, bring the party. All they say when describing the whiskey is the most whiskeys are cookie cutter. They would rather be a cookie dough. That's why they're unapologetic about the unique taste that just sounds delicious. This yeah, is... they should be apologetic about all those stupid alliterations <laughs> that they put in there. Should they? It's a flavored whiskey. Now, this is a 70 proof, $29.99 for the uh, undisclosed mash bill. There's, they don't release that. They have undisclosed <laughs> uh, aging. Uh, distillation company is not known, but the company brand is called MPL Brands. So what's your first think of this? Now, we had a... Uh, yuck. Oh, yuck. <laughs> so now we like uh, screwball whiskey with the peanut that's, butter. Yeah, that's that's a that's a flavored whiskey that doesn't do what this does. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to wait till the end of the it's show just, to see if we give it a thumbs up. Sweet or it's, it's a like thumbs down. What's that? Stupid sweet. It is really sweet, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, now that we got our whiskey out of the way, we have our technology expert, Nick Espinoza, joining the show. He's an expert in cybersecurity and network infrastructure. Nick Espinoza has consulted with clients ranging from small business to the Fortune 100 level. In 1998, at age 19, Nick founded Windy City Networks. Later acquired in 2015, he created Security Fanatics, where he is the chief security fanatic. Let's welcome Nick to our video stream and start our segment. Welcome to Technology Insider. We get the information directly from the source. All right, Nick, welcome to the show. Okay, so this is our Halloween Hi, episode, hey guys. right? So yeah. we got to have some real scary things to talk about, and I think we do. This is crazy. Yeah. So you hear my other two intro stories? So we got yeah, a whole yeah. a whole bunch of sites I... out there that are impersonating other sites. Have, have you heard anything yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah, typo squatting. Yeah, this is a uh, you know I was listening to that and and uh, I was kind of shaking my head because it is an old standard, but we're seeing a lot of it. We've seen Google Wallet in the last 24, 48 hours. There's about 27 different brands um, basically being spoofed in 200 different fake domains right now. Uh, basically everybody from Google to Snapchat to even TikTok. So it is going around. So you've got to make sure that that you're going to legitimate sites for the apps that you're trying to get uh, on any phone or any platform. It's so unbelievably important. 
All right, so let's also talk about this hacker. So this hacker breaks into Ed's music. He steals some music, and then he and he has ransomware to be paid on a, a public traded Bitcoin exchange. Now, what is that yeah. about? Yeah. So <clears throat> first things first. Can I just say I think the scariest part of that entire story is that Ed Sheeran actually releases music. <laughs> Outside of that, um, yeah. <laughs> are, are you not a fan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, so yeah. Going in, this is this is interestingly enough a very unusually common thing when we are talking about criminal hackers is that you think you're so good, you're just never going to get caught. Now, part of it is he might not have had to break into the back end. We saw um, the actress from uh, the Hunger Games. I cannot remember her name. Uh, she had her risque pictures Jennifer taken Lawrence. out of iCloud because somebody was actually able to get a very easy password, meaning she had a very easy password. So it's very possible that they had a very simple password that allowed this person to log in and just be silent as they are downloading all of this information. But there has been this... I guess, preconceived notion on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency that if you're actually trading this, it is almost untraceable, which in fact, it hasn't been. And, and instead, uh, Interpol and other in, in, uh, law enforcement intelligence agencies have gotten really good at tracking the Bitcoins of the world, which is why the more sophisticated uh, attackers are now using things like Monero, which obfuscate the transaction history. So these are just careless mistakes. We saw another hacker basically get hit when Interpol figured out that his password was actually his cat. <laughs> and they got right into his stuff to get nice. his evidence. So, you know, you, you got to practice what you preach if you're if you're hacking into stuff you better make yourself yeah, make sure if, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a great you, 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 gotta, you gotta go human, to at least criminal human, school 101 yeah, right? human behavior is yeah. always gonna trump everything we it, do. it really is it really is you think you're amazing you're never gonna get caught and that's literally when you start getting lazy and sloppy with it that's it that's what happens yep. to all those reality yeah. shows as long as you think the, you're safe you get voted the hubris off the of intellect exactly. all right nick let's start out with talking about water h2o it's a very important thing for us to have right so some people in Florida have to worry about hurricanes and alligators, but now they have to worry about their water supply. What's going on with this? Yeah, yeah. So this one actually is really terrifying. And here's what's going on. I mean, you want to talk about spooky stories for Halloween. Basically, around 8 a.m. on a Friday morning in February of last year, 2021, an employee at the water treatment plant of Oldsmar, Florida, basically noticed that his mouse cursor was moving strangely on his computer screen. It was out of his control. That is what he was basically reporting to the police. Now, initially, initially he thought, oh, maybe it was his boss using the remote access utility that they use called TeamViewer and all of that. But a few hours later, he basically noticed that his mouse was moving out of his control again. But this time, instead of checking on things, it was actually going through the treatment plant control system. And within seconds, somebody basically ramped the supply of sodium hydroxide. That's also known as lye, uh, basically from 100 parts per million, which is used as a disinfectant in water treatment, up to 11,100 parts, meaning it's no longer in low concentration. This is a corrosive chemical. It can destroy human tissue and it will literally kill at that level. Oldsmar, Florida is a town of about 15,000 or so. And this would have been the first mass casualty event we would have seen due to hacking. Think about it. Men, women, children, pets, birds, wildlife, all drinking from the public water source in some way, shape or form would have been severely poisoned or killed. It's absolutely insane. But this is literally what we saw last year. It was terrifying. All right, so we go from our water so, supply. Well, we assume we assume that they got a handle on that before it could actually yeah. happen. Yeah, we haven't so, heard about it. Yeah. So that employee, uh, although that the, employee, the town population yeah. has has decreased by eighty two percent over the last. No, just joking. Yeah, they're all now zombies. No, the, the um the 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 employee found it almost immediately and was able to reverse it. 
you know, shut off the system for remote access. And so if that person hadn't been there just on the job, they we literally would have seen people dropping. Just think of that person Yay. was at home. Human and behavior. Hard. Human behavior. There you go. You they trumped each other. You got yeah. you got to we got to win there so far. All right. Let's go I'm a little bit more win. scary. <laughs> let's go into these pacemakers. Right. So I have a friend that uses these. I know people at work that have pacemakers. This is an important device um, that controls your heartbeats. I hear that it, there may be some alterizations that uh, could happen to these devices. Tell us a little bit more. Yes, yes. And and this is why cybersecurity, one, we don't sleep at night, and two, we have our own wing of Alcoholics Anonymous. That's now, right. here, here, here's, here's what's going on. In, in 2017, almost half a million, about 465,000 pacemakers were recalled by the FDA. That's the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So if you're wondering why... It's because essentially, um, as demonstrated on stage at the Black Hat Cybersecurity Conference, we found a huge problem with the Bluetooth connections. Now, these pacemakers essentially could be hacked and an attacker could run the battery down to basically kill the pacemaker so it wouldn't actually make pace, if you will. They could even alter um, the settings of the pacemaker you know, to ramp it up, turn it up to 11, and literally kill you with your own pacemaker. Now, obviously recalling 465,000 pacemakers is a huge problem for any maker. And so what they had to do instead, because again, you can't really do invasive surgery on 465,000 just to swap this out. They pushed a firmware update for the Bluetooth to get this thing fixed. Now, that said, because of that event, we know that there's at least one person on the planet that has a modern pacemaker, but does not have that wireless Bluetooth there. The wireless and Bluetooth are obviously there for the doctors to very easily attach to the pacemaker to make adjustments, get readings, do whatever they got to do. But there's one person that does not have a pacemaker. He has a physical port on his body, which I'm sure is fun for both him and his doctor. You guys care to guess who that is? Uh, who is that? Well, Anyone? I would know. You would know? Who, who, who no? is that? This would be former Vice President Dick Cheney. Okay. He is so terrified that the Russians or the Chinese or somebody are going to get close to him and murder him because he's had something like a million heart attacks that he has a physical port on his body, no Bluetooth. Wow. Oh, I wonder if it's a Firewire port, USB it's a, port. It's a Neo port. Whatever it is, Whatever kind of port it is, and I do not know the kind of port, I really do hope that he takes his doctor to It's a nine pin. It's a knife. There you yeah. go. There you go. It's a serial port. Right? It's a serial port. There you go. <laughs> right, Matrix so, printers. So all now we're moving the... from pacemaker. So we got yeah. the water supply being uh, infected so that we are yeah. drinking water and then we all disappear to zombies. We now have pacemakers yeah. that turn us into zombies. Not so let's not, let's, let's not stop with the zombie talk here. Um, okay. Let's get into and talk a little bit more about hospitals. Over the last two years, these have been some of the major breached areas in yes. our environment. I'm sure they are now all safe and we have nothing to worry about because they've all taken the time during this COVID era to upgrade their security systems and not have issues. Yeah, and I think you guys are going to need some more whiskey tastings after this one, because honestly, this this hey, one is... I'm a, already lit, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, good, as you should be. Now, th this one actually is, is really sad news. We have, unfortunately, thanks to a lawsuit that was filed um, last year, um, basically the first, what we believe is the first confirmed death as a result of a ransomware attack against the hospital. Now, this is essentially what happened. In 2019, a ransomware attack hit Spring Hill Medical Center out of Mobile, Alabama, 
And as a result of it, an infant died, a newborn. And it was just absolutely horrific. So basically, here's here's the rundown of this. In July of 2019, the hospital was perfectly fine, no issues whatsoever, but they got hit and they were shut down technology-wise for almost eight days due to a ransomware attack. Patient records are inaccessible. Medical staff was cut off from equipment. They couldn't use things like fetal heartbeat monitors, those kinds of things, because it was all shut down due to the interconnectivity of medical technology. So when this woman basically came to deliver Um, The baby was born in distress. The umbilical cord was wrapped around its neck. And by virtue of that, it suffered severe brain damage uh, and it died months later. Now, the attending physician stated that if she had actually had um, access to the technology to monitor the birth, she could have caught that before they attempted a live birth and done a C-section. And obviously that would have been significantly safer for the child. And apparently the ransomware prevented her from being able to see those kinds of things. It's just, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. You know, if you're a parent, like, my God, you go to a hospital because this is the safe place to deliver a child. You have access to the latest and greatest medical technology and ransomware shut it down. We also had a case um, as well in France where a hospital was hit so hard that they had to divert uh, ambulances for, to other hospitals in the nearby region. And we believe that at least one or two patients um, suffered or possibly died as a result of that. But this one out of Alabama was the first one confirmed due to a ransomware attack. And quite frankly, I think that attacker deserves the death penalty for that one. Uh, uh, you know what? The, you, as soon as you start getting into the personal attacks of young, you know, there, there's that young kid cool. part where it, it's completely different. You know, older people, yeah. eh, you know what? Some some lie in their uh, drinks, you know, they yeah, kind of disappear. Look at so, so maybe okay, but I, yeah, okay. I can't handle the, yeah. the kid aspect of that. All right, so yeah, and uh, to wrap this up here, because we got a busy, busy show, what is the yep. scariest thing that you are concerned about over this next year until we come back and have our episode next year? Well, so I think right now, just if we look back right now, this has been the year of terrifying tech. I mean, thanks to the war in Ukraine, we've seen technology and warfare leveraged so accurately that they have precision bombing to destroy infrastructure, blow up people. We've got kamikaze drones out of Iran wreaking havoc. You know, we've got, uh, you know, China, uh, China making very aggressive moves with their latest technology against Taiwan. I think, uh, you know, just the way the world is going, those are those are on the global front. Some of those things that we are seeing just in unfortunate improvements in that are more destructive for us than anything else. And on on the personal side, um, we can we continue to see the massive surveillance apparatus that is social media, especially when it's tied to foreign countries. So like TikTok, for example, you know, we got a real good insight into the level of surveillance and the data mining the Chinese government is doing thanks to a whistleblower, leaked interview tapes, um, you know, all this kind of stuff, reverse engineering the app. And I've done a lot of daily videos and podcasts on that. So it's we are coming into, some, I think, some really terrifying things. The upside, though, is I think people are starting to become aware of this. Not that TikTok's population of users is slowing down anytime soon. And that's right. that's what I'm looking at for next year. All right, Nick, how can people find out more information about you on the web or online? How can they get in touch with you? Sure. You can follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Nick AESP or reach out to me on LinkedIn and feel free to connect. I'm always happy to say hi. All right. Thank you so much for being a part of our scary Halloween show. All right. Well, that was our... Bye, Nick. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank you so much. That was our segment, Technology Insider. Up next, we have This Week in Technology. So now's a great time to enjoy a little whiskey on the side, as we'll be doing so during our break. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. See you in a few minutes. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's going on? Have you heard of Unidragon.com? Yeah, isn't that the puzzle people? It is. They are the largest manufacturer and sellers of wooden puzzles in the world. Let me tell you about it. They have... 
tons of designs, all with set $29.95 on their website at unidragon.com. Yeah, I know. I've seen them. I, I really like the owl one. All of these are laser cut to perfection. Instead of those old traditional puzzles that you get that are done on cheap cardboard backings, these are all done with wood cutouts, laser cut, and the images, instead of the standard jigsaw puzzle, actually include different animals within the puzzle itself to put together. It's like it's like those big collages where they have faces that turn into Empire State Buildings and stuff. That's correct. Absolutely. You really see so you, you, you like the charming owl? Well, I really like the owl. And right now there's a special going on for any Tech Time Radio listeners. If they put in the code Dragon Tech, they'll receive 10% off until June 1st, 2021. That's cool. I'm going to put an order in today. And of course, my favorite, the inspiring unicorn. Are you going to get the fox or are you going to get the dragon or the fish? What, what, what are you looking to get? No, man, I'm going to get the owl. You're going to get the owl, not the serious panda? No, but the owl. It's all about the owl, man. I'm it's, a night owl. You're a night owl. You are a night owl. Visit unidragon.com today and make sure to put in Dragon Tech as your code to receive 10% off. And remember... Yeah, those are really cool. I really like the owl. Mike likes the owl. And now, let's look back at this week in technology. All right. We're going to head to October 27, 1904. The New York City subway opens at 2.35 in the afternoon on October 27, 1904. New York, 1904. New York City Mayor George McKellen tells control, takes control of the inaugural run of the city's innovative new rapid transit system called the subway. Well, London boasts the world's oldest underground train network opened in 1863 and Boston built the first subway in the United States in 1897. The New York subway soon became the most significant American transportation system at 7 PM that evening the subway opened to the general public and more than a hundred thousand people paid a nickel each to take the first ride under Manhattan. This was a pump action sleigh looking like what we did pick as a Santa sleigh with eight carriages that transported people under the city of New York. Every day, some 4.5 million passengers take the subway in New York. New York subway is the only rapid transit system in the world that runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No matter how crowded or dirty, the subway is one of New York's institutions that few New Yorkers or tourists could do without. Well, that was This Week in Technology. Have you ever wanted to watch some Tech Time history? With two years of videos, podcasts, and blog information, you can visit techtimeradio.com to watch our older shows or join the Tech Timers Facebook group. To talk with us live all the time, we're going to take a commercial break here. When we return, we have Mark's Mumbles Whiskey Review, a special interview with Devin Drew, the founder of DFD Partners, is going to be joining us. He's going to be talking to us about the digitalization of financial services, the good, the bad, and the scary. All right. Well, we are going to now take our commercial break. Tech Time Radio is brought to you today by Nutility, the platform that makes utility management seamless by selecting your service providers, splitting a single bill amongst roommates, and then shutting off your service when it's time for you to move out. Nutility reviews your preferences and sets up all the utilities for you. This provides you with the best local provider in your service area. It's much easier than splitting up your bills between roommates. No more late Larry not being able to get to you on time to make the payments, and no more 
Venmo charges or PayPal charges. One place to do your billing so that everybody pays on time. Now, how can you use this great service from Nutility, you ask? Aha. Well, you can absolutely get it now and get three months for free. That's correct. If you go to Nutility.com. Again, it kind of sounds like utility, but it's Nutility.com. Use the tech code 3. And again, that's N-U-T-I-L-I-T-I.com. Get your first three months for free using the code TECH3. From experts in technology to an expert in whiskey. Now is our segment. For you whiskey connoisseurs, welcome to the Mark Mumble of the Week. All right. What goes well with whiskey? Guess what, Mike? Greasy food, of course. Today is National Greasy Food Day that makes a specific holiday special. Nothing like having a greasy food day. So you don't have to feel guilty about eating greasy foods because today you are actually encouraged to do so. Doesn't that sound good for our Applebee's post uh, show? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? No. You don't like greasy food? You like greasy food. You like chicken. You like chicken. Everybody likes it. Absolutely. All right. Well, here's our Mark's Mumbles. Flavor whiskeys are not usually a whiskey drinker's preference, especially since it's not real whiskey. But that is neither here nor there for this review. This type of dram is usually aimed at people who do not drink a lot of whiskey, where the novelty of flavoring and the low alcohol content makes them uh, palatable to the wide variety of bad tasters. To describe this whiskey, it's easy. Overly sweet and cloying. Luckily, this is only available in 17 states as this one has to be choked down neat. Once again, it would be better hiding it in a cocktail instead of eating some cookie dough and and eating some cookie dough and having a real whiskey on the side. Big thumbs down for Mark. I think uh, you may be trending that way too. It's sort of like drinking a melted down Tootsie Roll. It's kind of gross. It's kind of gross. It's kind of. Yeah. I, 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 let's see, uh, Odie. What, oh, but oh. I'm not going to surprise anybody. Well, but, you know. Well, we want to surprise him, Odie. How? how what's that face for? I hated it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, mm, I wonder what you're going to give it. Well, let's see. Well, Mark, thanks for that mumble. Now it's time for our next interview. It's all about AI impersonating banks and so much more. We have the digitalization of financial services, the good, the bad, and the scary. Devin Drew is the founder of DFD Partners. DFD Partners is already among the fastest growing fintech companies this year. Within the past few months, they have been named one of the top 10 rising fintech companies by Future Proof. Let's ask the expert in our interview. This is a segment we call Ask the Experts. All right, Devin, welcome to the show. Okay, so this is our Halloween episode, I'm sure, as you're seeing. This is uh, our scary trick, not treats episode. So welcome to that. Hopefully you're you're still doing okay and Nick didn't scare you too much to to be a part of the show there. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, I'm joining you with... Per your request, um, I would for reserve. So thank you for that. Oh, there um, you go. We're, we're 38 minutes in. If I'm able to get through this without slurring my words, I think it will be a, a victory for all parties involved. So thank you for having me. Well, as, as Mike said, Mike was drinking early and often. So he's already. Pretty, <laughs> <I'm> pretty, <laughs> all right. So first, Devin, let's start by talking about what does your company do? So fintech, some people understand that. Some don't. Give a kind of a, an overview of your company itself. Right. So fintech stands for financial technology. Uh, DFD Partners is is an AI-based distribution platform for asset managers to connect them with their clients, and their clients are uh, are financial advisors. So a good way to look at this is um, looking at the space. The top 20 largest asset managers are getting nearly 50% of all the business out there. 
right? So if you're a smaller, differentiated, or a diverse uh, investment solution, how do you penetrate that? You know, for instance, how do a, a crypto manager um, give, has the ability to infiltrate a, a financial advisor's portfolio for the new investor? We're leveraging, you know, we're leveraging technology, whether that being activity to embedding, uh, machine learning user funnels, AI-based power search clicks, fused, fused dynamic data, um, non-standardized vectorization models to help connect that asset manager that has that product fit with a uh, allocator financial advisor that has that product need shortening the sales cycle. All right. So so let me just break that down into to layman terms, right? <laughs> so in layman terms, you create software tool solutions to help have people kind of like a middleware company for finance companies for smaller to mid-sized companies. Would that be an easier way to say it in layman terms? So people have described us as the tender for asset management. Okay, there you go. Um, so <laughs> not, you're, not, you're not the bumble, huh? So you're, you're more the tender hookup? Is that what you're well, saying? I, I, I said like the, the hinge, but I guess, I don't know. I guess I guess tender is, is more widely accepted. I, I don't know. So, okay. uh, but but yeah, but you get the, you get the idea. All okay. Right. okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> Tinder, all of a sudden, Mike's like, oh, I'm a swipe left. All <laughs> right. So, um, all right, let, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the scary in the digital and financial services. We had our pre-meeting like I do with everybody on our guests, and we talked about some real scary stuff that are happening in technology regarding uh, some AI tools. Let's, let's talk about that first, and then hopefully we'll get to some of the good here before the end. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. And it's really scary. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not as scary as, you know, as drinking some bacteria from water and dying a couple months later. So I don't know on the scale of scariness. Um, but yeah, there's some really scary things out there with, you know, with artificial intelligence, uh, you know, being able to uh, dictate and predict how the end clients for these uh, wealth managers and asset managers communicate via email and communicate via uh, even even text. Um, and they're predicting it to the point where they're able to uh, reverse engineer how they're how they're communicating, um, hack into um, their front, for instance, their financial advisor's email. And if this is a, a client, and a lot of clients nowadays prefer email over over phone call, they're actually able to um, request wire transfers, right? So think, I guess, Anadelvi, but but within uh, you know, but but within a an email. Request wire transfers, um, request transfers of uh, between accounts, and because they're able to predict how you're able to to talk um, and how you're able to, um, to 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 correspond, the financial advisor, asset manager, they're none they're none the wiser. Like, oh, this is you know this is this is George. Talk to George all the time. I know he's out of the I know he's out of the country. Um, this is exactly how he talks. This is his email address. So you know what? Let's go ahead and wire this, you know, five million bucks to to this to this account. And you know, people might think that it's happening with very small institutions, but it's happening with very large, multi-billion and trillion uh, trillion dollar investment banks and, and and wealth managers. In fact, now uh, when you know when these when these large institutions like a Morgan Stanley or a Merrill Lynch or UBS um, onboards employees. The first training is is how to avoid and how to identify um, AI based and using technology to uh, to hijack the correspondence within your clients. So now they're putting in another another layer of uh, another layer of communication to where you actually have to physically call them no matter what. And if you and if you can't speak to them, I don't care if you're on the moon. If you're not if not able to talk to you know if you're not able to to speak to the client. You can't you, you can't do it. So very scary stuff has resulted in 
millions and millions of dollars that have been fraudulent, fraudulently wired um, out of folks' accounts. And, you know, it's not it's not as scary as, you know, it's not as scary as Nick talking, you know, talking about what happened in Florida. But if you wake up and your account is a few million dollars or 100,000 lighter, that's pretty scary to me. It is. And so I have a financial advisor. So you're, what the, what this tool does then is you're saying is this tool will come on in and it'll say, hey, Mr. Financial Guy with Morgan Stanley, please sell all of my Intel stock, all of my Microsoft stock, all of my big uh, portfolios, and please transfer it to this account number and this information. What it does is it sends it to that broker, and then that broker is like, oh, okay, that makes sense. There's so much information in here. It makes sense what Nathan was saying. And Nathan's going off on some technology deal and talking sports at the same time, which makes no sense. They, they kind of put those together so that they know what's going on, and then that financial institution would then release the funds and and then I would lose them from my account and that financial institution would have problems. That That's what you're, you're, you're trying to kind of uh, articulating in, in terms there, correct? Absolutely. And, and, and a lot of the times it is with a client service associate, right? So not even, you know, so not even the financial advisor directly um, who's maybe have talked to them on the phone before. So there's, you know, these, these, these criminals and hackers are very good at what they do. Um, they, you know, obviously do it, do it, do it for a living, and all it takes is having success one time to, you know, to to make a, a year's worth of uh, years worth of profit. So um, once again, that's that's pretty scary to me. So what's the good news? Post, Let's uh, get to the good news. What what, what good oh, news do we have out there? You know, the good news as far as technology is is now more than ever um, on the wealth management side. You know, being able to predict with your clients wants and needs based off of you know based off of AI, for instance, being able to predict. Um, once, you know, once a, uh, in client sells a home, right. And all of a sudden you're flush with cash and then they'd be able to get a, get a notification by the AI software saying, Hey, Mr. You know, Mr. Smith is selling a home for, you know, seven and a half million bucks. Right. So to avoid the, to avoid like capital gains, right. What are some strategies that they might have to go into, um, to alleviate a big tax bill. Right. Okay. So before, so being able to predict clients needs to, to you know, more importantly, provide value and add service and, and, and save and save them some money. So there's a lot of good. The digitization of, of the entire financial industry is designed to make things easier and not harder, um, and to and to know what you want before you before you know you need it. All right. So let's, as people want to get in touch with you, learn more about the financial services in your company itself, Devin, how can they reach out to you? How can they find out more information? Yeah, so the website dfd.ai, um, and we are at DFD Partners on all social platforms. Personally, my my Twitter and uh, is Devon uh, underscore uh, DFD. So feel free to reach out anytime. Happy to chat, and we appreciate the time. And you know, with the time left, I'll go ahead and enjoy the the, the rest of this whiskey. So we appreciate appreciate you having having me on. Thank you so much for being yeah, thanks, here, Devon. All right, well, that right, ends our Ask the Expert uh, part of the show. We are now going to move into our technology fail of the week brought to you by Elderberry Boost. Get your Elderberry Boost today at elderberry-boost.com. We are out of time. Congratulations. You're a failure. Oh, I failed. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. All right. This week's fail comes to us again from Meta. The once powerful Facebook company. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It now has a problem this morning with its chat app called WhatsApp. 
was Meta hacked? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. WhatsApp was hard down for over three hours, and five hours later, not all services are running. As of October 25th, 2022, the messaging platform WhatsApp was back online, but not after the outage affected users across the world. Meta, which owns WhatsApp, said the problem had been fixed, but did not give a specific reason for the disruption. People trying to send and receive messages on WhatsApp which has built about 2 billion users globally, uh, reported in with less than an hour of the outage, they had over 12,000 people report this to the website Down Detector. However, two hours later, the service did seem to be crippled, but returned for many users. In a statement, Meta said the problem has been resolved. We know that people had trouble sending messages on WhatsApp today. We have fixed the issue and apologize for the inconvenience. As what app experienced difficulties many people complained on social media that they could not send or receive messages the outage likely caused significant disruption and what we would do here at tech time radio is suggest that you drop whatsapp as we've said many times and move to a texting app called signal all right thank you so much meta for that technology fail of the week we're gonna head out to our last commercial break when we return we still have mike's mesmerizing moment brought to us by story coffee and a possible Nathan Nugget of the Week. Sit back, raise a glass. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. How to See a Man About a Dog. It combines darkly comic short stories, powerful poems, and pulp fiction prose to create a heartbreaking and hilarious journey readers will not soon forget. Read How to See a Man About a Dog, collected writings for free with Kindle Unlimited. Ebook available on Kindle, print copies available on Amazon, the book repository, and more. Welcome back to Tech Time. I'm your host, Nate the Mum. Now it's time to get to our segmented highlight of the day, which is Mike's mesmerizing moment brought to us by Story Coffee. This is Mike's mesmerizing moment presented by Story Coffee. Visit storycoffee.com. Look at that. That's perfect for your outfit. I just want to listen to Monster Mash. I don't want to talk. (laughs) You want to talk? Well, here's a question. What's your biggest scare in technology within the next 10 years? (laughs) What's my biggest scare? I'm going to answer that with an Ian Malcolm quote. You know, Jurassic Park. I do know that. Right. We We are so preoccupied with whether we could that we don't ask ourselves if we should. Okay. So we, you know... Our bent for progress always overshadows the responsibility that we are taking for it. Okay. We can't plan out. We don't plan out these things that that uh, is adequate enough for somebody to come in behind us and take advantage of it, like we've been talking about all day today. So life has a way. Is that what you're saying? No. No? No. no. No, I'm not talking about life has a way. I'm talking. Okay. To, I'm talking about the problems that we create by by jumping headlong into prog into progressing technologically and in every way we every way we do as human beings that that we create problems that we don't anticipate. You know, I'm going to have a robot dog running around my house, probably made from China. That it's going to be having yeah, a camera in there. probably spying on everything that you do there. That I do, and I'm going to be and so excited about it. And they're going to be sitting it. over in China going, what the heck That's is right. this guy all about? 
Right, what's Odie laughing about? I don't know. Oh, She's oh, been cracking up for oh, the whole. What, what's so funny, Odie? <laughs> Mike's over here, like just thinking about the imminent doom of technology, and you're like, "I'm gonna have a little robot dog. It's gonna be yeah. little do woof woof." That's right. That's right. <laughs> See, I, I just embrace it. You know, I'm okay. You know what? We'll just have everything out no, there. I, you, know? you know, I do. I do. I do a little of that too. Okay. I, I I do a lot of online stuff. I I'm I'm not as technically oriented you're pretty, as you're you pretty, are. No, you're pretty technical. You give I'm, yourself uh, a lot less chops than what you really are. You're pretty technical. Uh, okay, well, I don't know about that, but human beings are always concerning because we are the we are the we are the facilitators of our own doom. Of our own doom. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's go now to our Nathan Nugget of the Week. This is your Nugget of the Week. All right, so this is my rant. So I didn't get to rant about this. Oh yeah, so, so, what are you going to rant about? Okay, so let me just tell you. Elon Musk posted and then deleted a meme showing Trump, West, and him as the three musketeers, each owning their own what? show. Uh, show is this network. Why you gave me this? Are you serious? I'm dead. Is dead this why serious. you gave me this? Well, you know that kind of leads into it. If I was wearing it, I let you choose what you wanted to wear. Okay. Okay. So I feel I feel like no, I just no, no, got no, no, set no. up. Yeah. Okay. So here. So if Musk goes through with the purchase of Twitter, which musketeer. Uh, he'll, he'll be a musketeer. Oh, I like that. Ah. So essentially, the, it is rumored that he's going to try to buy it maybe on Friday. But he said that like a week and a half ago and four months ago. So until he actually writes checks and until people start complaining on Twitter that he's in charge, I'm, I'm going to give that a little bit of uh, a pause. You got Donald Trump that owns his truth social that nobody uses. And now you're going to have uh, Kanye. Kanye. Yay. Ka- Kanye. Kanye. Kanye West. Yay. Kanye West Yay. maybe own a deal for Parler. Now I don't know. I don't know. After what happened today, he might not. He might not be doing that. <laughs> so let me just tell you: if we uh, want, he just kicked him to the curb. I did. I didn't see that. So if we want Facebook to fail, we can't have these people creating social media networks as the equivalent to switch to. We need someone to come on out. So here's my rant: we need a company to come on out. Not be ultra conservative and a little bit on the crazy side. They come or, out with a, to come up with a standard level social media platform so we can get rid of Meta. Otherwise, Meta will exist because it'll be the the least of the worst common denominator to go and express yourself on. Well, that's an interesting rant you got there going on. So I I, I made a bet about six months ago that I think Facebook and Meta are going to dissolve within about f- five years. And he said there was a great story you were talking about this morning before we came on the air here uh, regarding some issues that uh, Zuckerberg's been faced where he's been. Well, he's maybe- always facing all kinds of problems, and there's no surprises when it. These things, these things are all part of the the national schema. Yeah, and they have their they have their lifespan. Yeah, you know I don't know if you can justify it through wearing a costume. Three of a musketeer, man. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know these things; these things are part of the 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 national personality of America. All right, well, let's get on to our pick of the day. Yeah, and now hey, our we got pick the of music. the day for yeah. our whiskey tastings. Let's see what bubbles to the top. All right, we got Dole Ball Cookie Dough Whiskey, seventy proof, twenty nine ninety nine. This seemed to be your favorite. You were enjoying it during every commercial break, like you have never had this great uh, type of whiskey. What would you give? A thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, that's a no. No, that's a thumbs down for me. Thumbs down for you. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I can speak for 
everybody here that was a thumbs down. It was a thumbs down. Thumbs down for myself also. It was not good at all. All right. Thank you for joining our show today. Remember, the science of tomorrow starts with the technology of today. Bye-bye. We hope that you had a chance to have that hmm moment today in technology. The fun doesn't stop there. We recommend that you go to techtimeradio.com and join our fan list for the most important aspect of staying connected and winning some really great monthly prizes. We also have a few other ways to stay connected, including subscribing to our podcast on any podcast service from Apple to Google and everything in between. We're also on YouTube. So check us out on youtube.com slash techtimeradio, all one word. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it for you. From all of us at Tech Time Radio, remember, mum's the word. Have a safe and fantastic week.